0: this is Kim welcome to the weekend sober it's just me today and I have a really really special guest with me I cannot wait to introduce you to her so get ready Today, I have Jen with me. Jen is a really good friend of mine from Colby. Uh, Jen, you want to say hi? Hi everyone. Jen went to Colby and I've known Jen since I was 18 years old. And I'm really excited to have her here today because, um, she knows me like nobody else knows me and we go way back. So, um, welcome. Um, Thanks. <laughs> Happy to be here. Okay, so do you remember meeting me at Colby?
1: Yeah, I do, actually. I think it was, I was invited to your room for a party, and I think you had saran wrap around your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was our first, maybe, time meeting, or was it not? Yeah. Well, maybe well, that was our first time so hanging out. I not.
0: remember meeting you when, it was freshman year, and I was in somebody's dorm room, I think it was Johnson and you came in and I remember you like poked your head in and like we, somebody introduced us and I was like, oh, and we started talking about like Greenwich and like, oh, do you know my cousin? Like blah, 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 blah. And like, we like made the connection. It was early on in the year. And I was always like, oh, she's really nice. I think I want to be friends with her.
1: Then we, then we reunited with the Saran Wrap when we were Andy, And then you
0: came to the Virgin Vault that yeah, was the yeah. that was the name of your the name of the floor i lived on that's yeah. what they called it and we hung out that night because i was wearing saran wrap that's why you remember it was probably yeah. like the you and mandy yeah yeah and we went to it was like a semi-naked dance yeah i don't even know yeah and was that the night that we were so what were we doing that night drinking <laughs> drinking obviously <laughs> and drinking taking shots probably right
1: Maybe I feel like our shots didn't really start until sophomore year. I can't remember freshman year that well. Okay,
0: I know that I was taking shots because that's all I ever did. So yeah, I remember probably. taking shots freshman year. Um, but so at Colby, our like life revolved around drinking, right? Yeah, definitely did. And you know, the first our first memory. Of, like when I met you in Johnson, I remember I was sitting ar- around drinking, and we were playing Die in the dorm room. I remember when you poked your head at it and somebody introduced us. So it's all like my first memories. All of my memories in college revolve around drinking, mm-hmm. right? And I, I when I think back on college, I'm like so reminiscent. You know, like I love to reminisce and tell stories, but I feel like everything is always about alcohol. I don't remember any of my courses I don't remember any of my teachers Yeah, I right? definitely
1: think that um, especially Colby that um, is a small school in Maine um, I think the party scene was really big. I mean just socializing in general. I I also don't have a lot of memories about my teachers and my classes Yeah. Um, but a lot of memories on partying um, and it was definitely a lot of shot taking i mean i was actually thinking the way over here i don't even i didn't like alcohol then totally so it wasn't like i was sitting around with like a vodka soda or like a beer or definitely not a glass of wine it was like okay we're going out so let's just make this quick and fast like let's rip a couple of shots you know and that was that was just like kind of the nature of what our night looked like every night
0: and that is one of the biggest ways that alcohol has probably changed for you, right? Like you used to drink to get drunk. To get drunk. Yeah. And that's certainly what I did too. For like that's what we all did. Yeah. In I mean, college. I think you part know, of that is age of, too. Oh, totally. immature. Mean, we yeah. were so immature and also I think we used to I'm trying to remember, but like at Colby we um would like drink really fast to and then go like into parties and we, like, we weren't allowed to drink outside the, um, dorm room, so we would want to drink really quickly in our dorm room and then go, go off out. to, yeah, yeah go and out. And then
1: we'd sip a beer for the rest of the night. Or right. I don't even know what we did. I don't even
0: know either, because I don't um, remember,
1: because I was blacked out.
0: But I blacked out a lot. You never blacked out. Not a lot.
1: Not, I mean, I definitely had a couple of times in college, obviously, but, um, yeah, not, not as much. I mean... But, for, but I mean, drinking all those shots was definitely not yeah. normal. I don't no. know. I don't know what people do in college now, to be honest with you. So I,
0: So when we graduated, Colby put a ban on hard, hard alcohol. And I remember being livid. I remember being really mad that they were doing that because I was thinking that these kids were going to be so deprived of such a wonderful college experience because I'm like, what are they going to do? How are they going to have fun?
1: That no no more
0: shot contests. Yeah, we had a shot contest, I
1: remember. I know, we used to tally it up on those whiteboards outside our door.
0: Yeah, gross. I know. And we used to chase our shots down with cereal.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember, and then we'd be really hungover, and the only... And then we'd have to go out, we'd have to go out again the next night. Yeah. Yeah. God forbid we were yeah. to stay home. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, then it was like, how are we going to get over this hangover to have fun? And then it was just like, after a couple of shots, we were back yeah. at it again. Yeah, totally. And it was just kind of a cycle yeah. of
0: gross doing that. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, there was no pleasure in the drinking. It They're wasn't like totally. on a Monday we went to school, and it was like, oh, let's have a glass of wine with dinner. It was like, we didn't drink until we drank, you know, until there was a plan at night and then it was like we went after it full force. Exactly. No in-between.
0: So for you, how did your drinking change after you graduated? Because I, this the reason why I think it's great to have you on this podcast is because I really do consider you a normal drinker and you are in control of yourself. <laughs> you're a responsible drinker you're you're like Evan like you guys can just like sit have a drink and yeah i mean i think a lot of that is maturity maturity mm-hmm. you know
1: um and a lot of that is well part of maturity is just like feeling wanting to feel good in the morning right mm-hmm. and so like i just have never been great at being hungover and as you get older those hangovers get worse and worse and worse and you know of course like i moved to new york city after um, college. So there was a lot of drinking and still going out, but, you know, trying to get your life in order with a job and, you know, getting back into working out and feeling good and looking good again, because Lord knows those college days were not <laughs> pretty. Um, but yeah. And then, you know, then I just think the whole drinking is just, it, it just kind of evolved into thing, something that I liked doing like oh i like having a glass of wine but i do not like waking up hung over the next day like a i couldn't function at work you know i'd be so tired and you know and then it got you know then it was harder and harder when i had kids so that's so. that's huge
0: like when you had kids like when you became a mom you realized like you can't chase after Toddler, you no can't deal way. with a screaming I baby hated when you're being hung...
1: a bad mom.
0: Yeah, you know, so
1: being hungover made me so tired, or it still makes me tired if I am yeah. up too late or if I have one too many. Um, but yeah, that feeling the next day of just like being tired, and then you're just quick with your kids. You don't want to hang out with them. Okay, anyway, totally. so that ended I mean, up trumping. I, I get it. My my drinking. You know, like just yeah. like okay, like I got to tone it down, or I got to be more in check with it, or. That's kind of like how my progression of like drinking a lot to then controlling Yeah, it. like Just the the, the, self, the life responsibilities.
0: The self-control and understanding and being able to drink responsibly and um, having that self-awareness, which is something I did not have. I was always trying to get back to that feeling of like life of the party and like wanting to feel like I was... Having the same level of fun like I was having at Colby, and I didn't think I could get there unless I was really drunk. Yeah. And I mean, there was like a level of like social anxiety. Like if I wasn't drunk, I was I didn't know how to act in certain social situations. But it got to the point for me where I just didn't know how to yeah. go out without being wasted. And so I know that's true for a lot of people that like they have to drink, have to pregame at their own house before they even you know, go yeah. out mm-hmm. and, um, you are a very outgoing, confident, social person. That's one of the things I admire about you and I oh, love about nice. you. And you <laughs> don't always think about myself <laughs> that way, but I'm well, flattered. Well, I think that, you know, it, it is, it's hard for some people who are, you know, shy and, 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 um, more introverted that they rely on it for that anxiety piece. And yeah. I think that's where people struggle, um, but you were able to have that sort of self control to sort of regulate it, you know, yeah. which is which is great. Um, so does Nick? So you're married to a wonderful man named Nick. We love him. <laughs> yes, we do um, love him. What's his relationship with alcohol?
1: So he likes. Um, He's a very mediocre drinker. I mean, he's, I'm the type of girl, I'm the type of person, <laughs> like I, I really do like my wine at night and I like it with my food. I'm not gonna drink it before I eat dinner and I'm not drinking it after, I like it with my meal. And I don't know if that's a bad or a good thing, but I, I like it every night with dinner. And there are nights when I don't drink it, but um, I don't know, I like my glass of wine with my dinner at night. So I typically have my glass of wine with my dinner Nick is kind of all over the place. He doesn't usually drink every night. Every now and then, he'll have a glass of wine. I'm like, ooh, he's going to have a glass of wine with me. Um, but yeah, there's no drinking. Like, he doesn't drink that often. And then when he does, there's, like, on a regular night at my house, we really, we eat early with our kids, 6, 6.30. And, like, once the kitchen's cleaned up, we, we don't ever have a glass of wine on the like, couch after. I mean, yeah. back in the day, I may have, but... I really don't know. Kitchen's yeah. cleaned up. I mean, I might brush my teeth at like seven thirty at night, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Um, and Nick definitely doesn't love the way he feels after he drinks, um, so he doesn't drink all that often. Yeah. I mean, he goes through phases. Some,
0: yeah.
1: Sometimes he does, and then other times, like he'll go a month and maybe he won't even have anything. I don't yeah. know. He's just not. He's not that into yeah. it. But. So. You're
0: aware of how alcohol affects you both, and you're um, it's 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 healthy. In yeah, healthy I think we think
1: about yeah. how we want to be and how you want a feel. mental state in a in a yeah. day, and so like it just is. It's hard to be a certain way if you're not getting the sleep the night before, and I think alcohol really affects my sleep, or if you know you're staying up late or that kind of thing. Definitely. So
0: totally. Um, I want to go back to when, so the day that I stopped drinking was, um, November 28th. I texted you, I called you that day and I said that I needed you and I needed your help and you came over that day and you remember sitting on my front porch. Yeah, I remember it very clearly. Um, and I said to you that this is... Your
1: text just said... Can you come over today to talk, I think? And I didn't know what it was about. Oh my god. Until really? I got there. That's so cryptic. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if it was like a fight with a friend. I didn't know.
0: Yeah. And I remember saying I need I need to quit drinking. Right? Yeah.
1: And I was you like, were in tears. Yeah. And yeah, I think that was actually the first time you've said you were gonna quit. You had mentioned of toning down your drinking yeah a couple of times before but this was the first time you were like I need a stop
0: yeah and I think I'm pretty sure I said to you and I'm never gonna drink again yeah yeah I was very definitive about it I I knew that this was it and yeah. I was like and I I need your, and I'm pretty sure I said, I need you to support me in this. Yeah. Oh, you did. You definitely did. Yeah. Um, and you were like a hundred percent. Yeah. You, you were like, I will do anything to yeah. be, like, what do you need you to do? You know, Like you were so awesome and so great. Um, didn't bat an eye, you, which is so wonderful because I know that a lot of people are weird in these situations and don't know what to say to friends and, I know some people try to convince their friends to keep drinking and to say, you don't have a problem. What do you mean? You're fine. You know, yeah. like I, and you could have done that and you could, you know, but I think that you like, I'm actually curious to hear from you. Like what?
1: Well, I mean, as you know, I mean, the audience doesn't know, but um, I think alcoholism has affected my family, both my brother and sister stopped drinking. I ended up losing my sister to addiction. So that's another story if we want to tap into that one. Um, but to me, drinking wasn't the end all or be all of a person or a Mm -hmm. relationship. So when you said you weren't going to drink anymore, it didn't, it didn't affect me because I didn't care about whether you were going to sit around and drink wine with me or not. Like I wanted to be with, be friends with you and nothing else, you know? So You not drinking actually, like, excited me because I knew you and Evan fought about it. Um, I knew you struggled with it. I don't think I knew how badly you did. I knew the nights that I spent with you were really fun, but those were the mornings that I woke up probably feeling my worst. (laughs) We did have fun. But those were the mornings I woke up really, I don't know, shameful.
0: Shameful. Yeah, I know. And I know Nick did too. Nick was like I scared am. to hang out with
1: me. <laughs> um, so yeah, the you not drinking was like, yeah, we got this. I don't know. Like, yeah. let's just keep moving forward. I mean, at this time, we also had had a couple of friends that have stopped drinking and, you know, I don't know. Drinkings. You did. I did. Yeah. yeah. I Nick and, and I you had. You and Nick. Yeah. And so it, it didn't. I don't know. It didn't bother me. Yeah. Like I had already had two siblings that didn't drink. Yeah. Like we all still live our life and we yeah. still get along and hang out and do the things that we like to do. And I don't know.
0: Yeah. And I think that's what was so incredible was that you just didn't miss a beat. You were like, yeah, that's great. Let's do this. I got this. You're like we can do this. And you just kind of picked me up and kind of dragged yeah. me along and you're like, no worries, you can do this, and 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 I felt the support right then and there, and you didn't waver, which was so awesome.
1: So yeah, thank you. I mean, you. I of course, I'm I'm happy to have been there for you. Yeah, it's a it's huge. A tough. I mean, I've I haven't stopped drinking, but I can imagine how hard it is, especially when you are I don't know dependent on it, or you know in yeah. various ways. But of just like changing a life in something like that is.
0: So so hard. Like, right, I mean, like, we had known each other for 20 years, and all we ever knew, and all I ever knew was, you know, our relationship was just, like, purely, not totally based around drinking, because obviously, like... But our memory, yeah, I get it. A and lot it, of our memories. Yeah. Like at that point, we both, between the two of us, have six kids, and have so many memories of doing things together. Like, we go on vacation together with our kids, and we do so much that doesn't involve alcohol, but... I do feel like our our friendship was rooted in alcohol, you know, like so I felt like scared of yeah. Whereas like you know the social aspect of the it, the social aspect, like, yeah, um, yeah. I feel like this. yeah. In that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, is 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 our friendship gonna change? You know, like yeah. and, and, and that's how I felt with yeah. so I'm many. Sure, of, you did. So many of my friendships and so many of relationships in general, and I know people. That's how people feel, and that's what's one of the scariest aspects first for many people is when they stop drinking is is how are their relationship's gonna shift and change. Um so, you know, it's it's great to have even one person just yeah, be no, so supportive I can, and awesome. Can um, imagine. And I love that yeah, you treat me normally and that nothing has changed and that everything is the same between us. That's what's yeah. been so cool and
1: well, I think the good news is that you're the same person, you know, if not better, sober. I mean, I love you both ways, but I really enjoy our sober time together. <laughs> It's nice. I like I've told Kim before that Kim and Evan are my favorite people to go out with because (laughs) we're we're home early, we've only had like a glass of wine with our dinner and we wake up feeling great the next day and it's there's no like, Oh, come over after for an after drink or let's have another glass of wine. It's like, ooh, let's have a big chocolate dessert and get into bed.
0: kind of how i roll too oh my gosh when we went out to dinner when we were on vacation it was like everybody gets their own dessert well actually no, no, no i mean, got my own dessert <laughs> you got your own the rest of us were forced to share <laughs> that's true i got my own dessert every night uh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay oh my god um well is there anything else that you want to talk about um, you touched a little bit on you know things going on with your family and um, I think that you have been such a support for so many people I don't even think you realize it that you have you're, you are a very strong person oh, that's very kind of <laughs> you. Um, yeah I mean I, I
1: mean for the for the listeners out there <laughs> for all our listeners um, <laughs> my sister really struggled with addiction in general and it was. You know, I think I think honestly her vice was food. She really struggled with overeating and was overweight for her whole life. Um, but then she she started to over, you know, drink too much too. And it was kind of toggled between overeating and over drinking. And you know, I think she really struggled with, I don't know, anxiety or depression or just lack of confidence. I think it's something that a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. like we'll just never know the exact yeah. answer to it. Um but, yeah, and I think that growing up, I always had this feeling of, you know, alcoholics and, oh, my God, and they had to go to rehab. And yeah. So when my sister, you know, right, I Right, that stigma
0: that, that we all yeah. sort of, and Yeah. And so
1: it was right after I had graduated from Colby, and I remember my, my sister had admitted to my mom that she thought she drank too much. And anyway, it kind of like started that way and anyway she ended up going to a rehab but at the time it was like whoa like I've got a sister in rehab and I remember thinking like oh god like how do I tell that to people and I'm sure I was very quiet about it I can't really remember um but then like the years stretched and the battles continued and it was hard it was hard to keep that in and so like I feel like I learned a lot by letting go in a way of Mm -hmm. the stigma and being like okay this is a problem my sister is facing and my family's facing and it's it's really hard to deal with and it's not something to be shameful of Mm -hmm. and it's something that should be spoken about because it's not necessarily her fault and it might be you know things that she's going through in her own head that she can't fight and I don't know so I think that when I started to realize that you know what I will admit it, it took a long time for me to to believe that it wasn't necessarily her fault um that's when I kind of it was like okay like other people go through this and this is something we should be accepting in our life and mm-hmm. like you know and then you know and then friends were struggling and I was like I get it there is no fine line of like I I, I drink fine and I over drink it's mm-hmm. like everyone kind of struggles in their own way yeah. and like you have to be accepting of that and some people stop drinking because it just doesn't work for them yeah. or like sometimes it's because they're really abusing it or yeah. you know it's just like everyone has their own story and yeah i feel like the more people talk about it um and open up and like they kind of realize that someone or a family or kind of everyone is touched by someone that has some sort of addiction issue yeah. whether it's yeah. drinking or food, food or drugs or yeah. you know it's it's a struggle that i think a lot of people face. Anyway, so I feel like once that happened then I that's why I feel like when you were having your issue like it didn't bother me. I'm yeah. like, all right, we we've been down this road mm-hmm. before. Like we yeah. can this we can get through. Yeah. Like it has nothing to do with our friendship or anything like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that speaks to the issue of why I'm doing what I'm doing and why I'm talking about this because I think it is really important to talk about it, to break that stigma and to let people know that it's okay. And, you know, it, this thing doesn't discriminate. And I think it's important for me to sort of recover out loud so others don't have to suffer in silence. And that's, I just want to help people. And, you know, by talking about it, I think it's really important. I think, I think
1: you're admirable to do it. I mean, like, I, I totally agree with you. I think a lot of people fight these feelings inside and there isn't, A lot of resources um, for, you know, just like the average Joe that just is questioning, you know, not even how much they're drinking, but how they feel in the morning. You know what I mean? And like, oh, I just don't like this feeling. Like, how do I make that stop? And like, it doesn't have to be a certain... You don't. Well, yeah. I overdrink, or... You don't have to be like a,
0: addicted to stop. I yeah, know,
1: you, or like a closet drinker. You don't right. know what I mean? Hiding it could right. just be like a... You
0: just don't like the way it makes you feel. So maybe it's time to reevaluate your relationship with it. You know, yeah. just be, you know, like... Totally. So, super helpful. I know. It
1: sounds like you're doing a lot of good work. I feel like you get a lot of good yeah. comments and feedback and yeah. people reaching out to you. So
0: I think yeah. that's so It's nice. great. It, it is. Yeah. It is really great. Well, thank you so much for being on here, Jen. It's so good. I'm so happy um, to chat with you. And uh, let us know if you have any questions for Jen, for me. Send us um, a DM on um, Instagram, the Weekend Sober Podcast. um, Or send us an email, uh, The Sober sober at gmail.com. And um, we look forward to hearing from you. So thank you. Thank you. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.